Welcome to VC Vibe Check, presented and paid for by Heather Schmidt for Supervisor, 2024, FPPCID 1461823. This weekly audio talk covers issues local to the 805, why the vibe is off, and what we plan to do to fix it. My name is Heather Schmidt. I'm running for Ventura County Board of Supervisors, District 3. This morning, I woke up to an Instagram post from a relatively new account called 805 Whistleblower. The post was a reshare of a since-deleted post by a city council member in Oxnard, opening up to having been arrested for driving under the influence and subsequently entering a treatment program. Since the post has been deleted by the council member, I was unable to verify the statement myself, though I have noticed this council member has been noticeably absent on social media for months. I would tend to believe it really happened. Last year, the county faced a series of issues relative to corruption in a similar way. Only these were not deletable by the perpetrators. Our county CEO, Mike Powers, was put on administrative leave, retiring the next day after allegations of sexual harassment were made against him. Shortly thereafter, the county communications director, Ashley Bautista, was arrested for a DUI. She promptly resigned from her post. And these types of problems, while they aren't new at the city or county levels. Also last year, Ventura's city manager was fired for putting lavish meals with his girlfriend on the city credit card. Before the pandemic, a friend of former Camarillo council member Mike Morgan was found guilty of embezzling public funds from the Old Town Fiesta Association. He got off without serving a single day in jail. He now lives in Ohio. These incidences, while they are only the tip of the iceberg, the tip of those we are well aware of, like the Oxnard Council member just this summer, many have been able to delete the evidence or simply disappear. While we pride ourselves a small town kind of county with a county fair everyone knows each other's names at, we act like this is a big city with the amount of corruption, cronyism, and illegal activity that we allow to go on within the community's elected and appointed leadership ranks. And for every illegal activity, there are dozens more than are simply unethical, unethical activities. They're legal, but they're still wrong. Of course, it isn't unique. It is certainly happens all over the country. But as I've said before, in Ventura County, we're supposed to be better than this. When you look at some of the very serious dysfunctions and community issues we have in this county, it is no wonder that there are problems when corruption seems to be taking on the time of those at the top. As I see it, the way we do politics is largely to blame. Our local elections are supposed to be nonpartisan. Nonpartisanship or partisanship actually has nothing to do with running public sector services at the local level. In reality, our elections are anything but nonpartisan though. Political parties regularly jockey for local seats to install as many as they can in elected and appointed positions. They manipulate the system so that they can put their friends in power. 
I know this is their strategy because I used to be one of them. When I first graduated college, I worked on a number of campaigns and for the Democratic Party. It was well known that this was the strategy of both Democrats and Republicans. Local control by way of local elections. The Republicans called it the Red Scare. The Democrats, well, we're familiar. They call it the Blue Wave. After all, local government is the most consequential to daily life. Since then, I've watched as our public sector has eroded from a complete lack of leadership. Initially, I blamed this partisanship and identity politics alone as the problem. But over the years, I've witnessed firsthand how that's not necessarily the case, at least all the time. Sure, it is the way that organizations and local political parties approach elections in terms of finding local candidates, in terms of what issues they run on, in terms of inspiring their core supporters to go out and vote. Who is running, though, for some of the key offices or seeking appointment to one of the many volunteer and paid positions all over our cities and county? Well, that's a little bit more complicated than that. This is to say that Republicans and Democrats reach a point where the political party doesn't matter so much as who you know does. I started to realize this when I ran for city council in 2020, although certainly the writing was on the wall before that. It just didn't click for me. In the years between working for the Democratic Party and running for office myself, I had numerous conversations with elected and appointed individuals at every level, especially the state and the federal government, that said that our community was among the most toxic, that they wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Certainly, things have gotten a little bit better here, or perhaps worse at every level. But one congressperson once told me that they considered Ventura County a black hole. The result of this is, of course, short of apocalyptic for our nearly 1 million residents. It means that we get less support, less access to services, less competent leadership running for office, more and more by the year. Back to when I ran for city council, a former county supervisor who is retired, told me in an email that she would have endorsed me and that she supported me. She thought my statements were strong and my qualifications were solid. However, she was afraid she'd be embarrassed when running into my opponent at the Rotary Club, so she couldn't do it. A friend that I had known for years, a family friend, donated to my opponent. Because they go to church for, with each other. And he couldn't say no. My opponent would be upset. It might make Bible study awkward. This is how we do politics. After that election, numerous things happened that were really quite eye-opening. In Camarillo, a school board member died of a terminal illness, having clearly known she was dying when she was reelected. The school board decided that rather than have a special election, they would disenfranchise voters and select a friend instead. 
This happened also in Oxnard when Carmen Ramirez was elected to the county supervisorial board and in the city of Ventura when the district attorney won his race. When Carmen Ramirez died, a prominent local Democrat was elevated for appointment by the governor. She's running for a re-election now, actually, on the platform of staying true to Carmen's values. But the, th- the, th- the crazy thing about this is, while Carmen Ramirez was absolutely a staunch advocate for the people of this community and public servant, I'm not sure that that's the kind of campaign slogan that makes any sense. Sounds like a dog whistle for local Democrats and people that knew her. It's certainly not an action plan to address the community's problems, that's for sure. And the crazy thing about this is that both that seat and the other district up for a re-election, that is occupied by Matt LaVere, a local wealthy individual Neither one of them is being contested. And that is something I have never in all my life heard of. You always have at least one person who throws their hat in the ring. Because it's the right thing to do. Because no politician is perfect. Because if you look around, we have a lot of things going on in this county that need to be addressed, that these people are not addressing. And yet neither of them currently has an opponent. The anecdotes on this issue are numerous. Perhaps the most stunning is in the case of former Camarillo City Council member Charlotte Craven and current City Council member Dr. Martita Martinez-Bravo. For years, Martinez-Bravo unilaterally used her capacity in a variety of community organizations to cancel, bully, and rally against anyone that even suggested that Craven ever did anything right on the premise that Craven made some pretty borderline racist comments in an op-ed in the Camarillo Acorn one time. I don't dispute that Craven's comments were inappropriate, but that did not discredit some of the things Craven did in her capacity as councilwoman and occasional acting mayor that were for the good of Camarillo. For Martinez Bravo, though, the comments were unforgivable, which I totally understand, but she waged a years-long cancel fest on anyone and everyone that uttered Craven's name in a positive light on any issue, even recognizing the problems. You can imagine my surprise then to see her recently post on social media, now an elected official herself, with Craven at Craven's house, thanking Craven for everything she's done for the community. At some point, none of these politics or partisanship matters. It all boils down to playing nice with a specific group of a handful of people that hold every decision-making position in this county. This cronyism is disgusting and toxic. It is inspired on the fringe of these political groups people to act as crazy as they want. Years ago, a man in Simi Valley named Jim D'Antona was considering running for state senator, but the Democratic Party wanted to pave the way for Hannah Beth Jackson instead. Remember this concept of local control. In political circles, both red and blue, what has made politics so toxic is that some actors and activists 
want to not just control policy, but control who runs. A woman back then created scene after scene about D'Antona until she got the idea to create a hit packet on him. She asked me to be involved. Basically, it was going to be an envelope full of things that would attack him if he ran. Like cable bills and really stupid things like that. She even hid in his bushes on one occasion to try and catch him hiring illegal immigrants as gardeners. And that was when I was out. That same woman last week accosted my 15-year-old daughter when seeing her wear a Vote Schmidt for Supervisor t-shirt. She stalked up to my daughter and started shrieking at her in the middle of a community Labor Day picnic. Who's Schmidt? I don't know her. She shouted at my daughter. Well, first of all, how did you know I'm a her? Because I wasn't there. Obviously, because as my Facebook friend, someone I've known for decades, someone she used to pay for political consulting, someone who follows my campaign Instagram account, which is relatively new, well, she knows damn well who I am. She proceeded, though, to yell at and argue with my daughter about what district I'm running in, what the boundaries of the district are. A child. It was really quite embarrassing and disrespectful and left my 15-year-old, well, sick of politics. And people wonder why some of these events go unattended. That's the kind of the point to it. If everything political around and in Ventura County is so toxic, so corrupt, so glaringly bad, people get tired of it. If you look at voter data in recent elections, this is reflected in turnout. More and more voters are voting less, and in particular in local races. People like to blame this on not knowing enough about the candidates. Oh, they know. They just want nothing to do with it. That city council member who allegedly had a DUI this summer, he boasts being elected with only a couple hundred votes. To a council that oversees public sector services in a budget of a city of 200,000 people, it took a couple hundred votes to seat him. In reality, this is how many seats end up, a handful of people, the ones most heavily involved, who know these folks personally are the only ones voting for them. Because everyone else, they're sick of it. Look at our district in this race, with 165,000 residents being represented in District 3. There are just over 90,000 voters. Of those voters, it took only slightly more than 20,000 to elect the current supervisor. This is only 13.9% of the population of District 3 deciding who is going to sit on a board that controls every public sector decision and the budgets of almost a million residents. I personally don't blame voters for being sick of it. I'm sick of it too. But that's why I'm running. While watching all of this corruption and scandal and cronyism and toxic politics, I have doubled down on being nonpartisan, on committing myself to principles of leadership and ethics. I've moved away from it. I've focused on public administration. I've gone back to graduate school 
become a researcher on evidence-based public policy. I can recognize why so little gets done, because we don't have leaders. We have a small group of friends with the money to run. The consequence of the apathy that produces, though, and the toxic political cronyism that comes of it, nothing fundamentally gets done for our community, and we all pay for it. Just look around. Thanks for tuning in. Catch me next week. Make sure to click subscribe to make sure you don't miss an installment of VC Vibe Check. Please consider heading to schmidt4district3.com and pitching in a donation. Any amount helps correct us on a course for a better future. And remember, next March, vote Schmidt for supervisor. It's time to restore good governance to Ventura County.